everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. And we are coming to you with episode four of the Terror Girls podcast. I can't believe we've done four episodes. Well, we're about to do our fourth episode. Um, if you haven't checked out our video show, we just had episode 20. Wow. 20 episodes. I feel like we just, we haven't even figured it out yet. We're no, already we on episode haven't. 20. But yeah, we are excited to be back for episode four of our podcast. We are here with our friend Dusty Elliott. Um, he's a local Cleveland native, a relatively new runner to the sport, but he has accomplished a lot in his short career of running. So we're really excited to welcome Dusty. Hi, Dusty. Hi, how are y'all? Good, how are you? Great. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. Thank you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the fun stuff? Um, who are you? What do you do? What do you call... <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Dusty's cell phone is going off. <laughs> oh, it's another oh, running it's another friend, runner. David Kyle. Imagine that. David, okay. stop interrupting <laughs> us. <laughs> Dusty's famous now. Okay, he'll call you later. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, Dusty, tell us who you are. What do you do? Um, first of all, thank you all so much because it's an honor to be with you two ladies. Uh, y'all are amazing. I, I, Brittany, I think four years ago, I walked into the store and... Anyway, I, from where you were to where you are now, I'm just so amazed. You, you've done such a great job. Thank so. you. Thank you. That really means a lot. Dusty's been a, a supporter and a great cheerleader for a long time, so yeah, I really do appreciate it. I've got a lot of shoes that it. I need to give you back. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> old shoes. No, yeah, no, yeah. Um, so what was the question again? <laughs> um, who are you? What do you do? Um, well, I, I've lived here all my life here in Cleveland. Um, I run every day pretty much. Um, started four, four and a half years ago. Um, I've done five, six, seven marathons now, and um, a few halves and five ultras. And the oh my gosh, our jaws are <laughs> on the ground while he's talking. <laughs> and the latest was Vol State, uh-huh. um, which is three hundred and fourteen miles, um, five hundred kilometers across the state of Tennessee. Wow. Um, so that's kind of my start, I guess. Yeah, that's your thing. That's, that's your amazing. thing. Okay, Dusty, I'm curious, how did you get into running? So four and a half years is not a long time to have done all of those races, those distances. Did you just wake up one day and go, I think I want to run? Like, how did you start? No, actually, I wish it would have been so easily. <laughs> um, I was actually about 70 pounds overweight and uh, went to the doctor and the doctor said, my, check my blood pressure. My blood pressure was like, 141 or 151 over 141 so the bottom number he was like you know if you make it another year i'll be surprised i mean it was that bad he was like you're gonna have a stroke and it's gonna be soon because they had me on the highest dosage of whatever medication it was and all this stuff so anyway i kind of took it to heart and uh woke up that morning and said you know i I better do something different and he was actually pretty and so my mother-in-law um at the time she uh and she passed away in 2018. But right before that, this is the crazy thing. So right before that, when I came home from the doctor and I explained to her what had happened, she basically just said, you know, get off your ass and go out. And, you know. So I hope that's, hope that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we keep it real here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and it motivated me. You know, she's, she's like, do you want to watch your kids, your grandkids? Do you want to be around? And, and it really... Um, changed kind of the way. So anyway, the next morning I woke up and I think I went maybe a half a mile walking and was dying and, <laughs> you know, continued doing that until I finally signed up for one of Brittany's races, um, uh-huh. 5K, which, you know, the half and the uh-huh. uh, um, 
uh, 5K is coming up. Yep, so yep. So was it the 5K at the half marathon? That no, was your... this was okay. the baking 5K. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and yes. And along with your all your other accolades, yes. you are a race director, even though I've uh-huh. never heard you call yourself that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So that's, it's you feels are. like a lot of pressure. <laughs> so you do, no, you do a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I got out there, and I think I ran like a 30-minute time. I gave him, I gave him, I had given myself three months to kind of get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Was I ready for my first one? Absolutely not. But did I get out there with a, you know, I mean, that was just a goal. If I And so I, I figured out later on that as a runner, if I was going to continue doing it, I was going to have to force myself to go. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept signing up for 5Ks. I think I signed up for like 25Ks my first year. Wow. And my wife's like, what, every weekend, really? Uh, you know? <laughs> but she is my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, Yesterday was her birthday, so I'll give her a shout-out. Happy birthday, Lori. Happy birthday, Lori. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so that was kind of my start, I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's so good to hear, interesting to hear how you started, um, that it was kind of a health scare. Mm -hmm. But then also what that looked like. You didn't decide, oh, my gosh, I need to start moving and sign up for a marathon. Mm -hmm. You know, you went out and trudged through a half a mile um, walking and running, and it wasn't easy. It's mm-hmm. not like it no. came easy. Yeah, I think that's a good reminder to everyone. I'm curious, when did it? When did you almost feel that shift from like, oh, I have to run, to I'm actually enjoying this? That's the. I guess that's the funny part because after the first five k, my whole perception of running changed, and it was funny because before we started to do the podcast, I was just sitting there thinking to myself. You know, you, you know, when I first started, if you asked me the first couple of weeks, I would be like, this is terrible. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm just doing it for my health. And, yep. and so you hit the nail on the head there because, but then after that, I mean, it's it's addictive mm-hmm. um, for one, but at the same time, it's there's a competitive side of me, I guess, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And so um, I got to where I was actually doing okay for my age. I'm 51. Um, so anyway, I guess that's part of it, too. That's awesome. I, I always tell people that are uh, maybe considering running or have said they, you know, don't like it, kind of ask how long they've been, um, how long they kind of gave it. Because I feel like there's at least three or four weeks of like, I hate this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're like, I think I, I think I want to go on a run. Yeah. yeah. And it's something switches. And mm-hmm. it, it's like you said, it's almost like your body craves it. Yeah. And I think you get that too when you take a break from it too. Sure. You yep. ever stepped away from running for a while and you get back into it. Now you know what it feels like to feel in shape. And there's still that hump where you just feel like you're trudging through for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you like about running now? Now that it's a part of your life, what's something that you enjoy? I, so the other the other aspect on it, I guess, or the other piece for me was the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have always had like a just anxiety through the roof. And, and my wife will tell you, she's like, you're, you're just a better person when you run. And I mean, I know yeah. that sounds, you know, no, I'm not a wife abuser or anything like that. But I've just got a high... I'm kind of a, you know, high strung, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm usually like on the edge most of the time. And, and she's like, you know, you're just you're just that that much better, mm-hmm. you know, when you're running. And she's, I came home before, and and you know, like my kids, my daughter calls me grumpy pants, <laughs> <laughs> and I've came home before, and she'd be like, oh hey, go for a run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I know what that means. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, it definitely levels you out a lot. I it mean, does. we've we've talked yep. with each other and then our other guests about that. You know, it 
definitely the mental health aspect and the sleeping aspect and making you eat more regularly. Like mm-hmm. all of that running kind of just helps challenge you in that way too. Um, what do you think has been the biggest challenge for you as running as part of your life? Hmm. Probably just, and I, you know, I think we were talking about this the other day and you kind of chimed in. We were talking with someone else that was running in our running group. And I think it's the fact that you have to get used to the pain. And, you know, somebody said, well, you know, uh, I can't do this because I'm hurting. And, and please, people at home, don't uh, follow my suggestions. Go see a doctor <laughs> if you hurt. But for the most part, you know, you run through a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, sometimes you uh, keep in the back of your mind that, hey, <laughs> is this, uh, should I be running through this one, you know, or right. whatever. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably my biggest challenge is, is knowing when to stop because I don't mm-hmm. know when. <laughs> yeah. And there's just a kind of a threshold of, like, this is just going to hurt. Mm-hmm. So at what point is it hurt because you're injured or hurt because it just hurts mm-hmm. yeah especially with those longer distances mm-hmm. it just hurts yeah you know yeah yeah and, and i don't i don't want to be laid up for you know two or three weeks without being able to run but right yes, exactly. i guess that would you know mm-hmm. that would bother me you'd be grumpy again i'd be grumpy <laughs> well we we kind of already mentioned this a little bit you mentioned this at the beginning and our our next thing we want to ask you about some you know memorable races that you've had sure um but I also would love to hear about um, Vol State and, mm-hmm. and kind of hear about that experience. So tell us about a memorable experience you've had um, running, like a race experience, and then maybe talk to us a little bit about what Vol State is and what that experience was like. So, you know, I guess my first real ultra um, was at Johnson Woods when we did the Lance Man Standing. Mm-hmm. And when I say ultra, I mean technically was and it wasn't, but I did 40 miles. I did 38 point something my first Feels one. pretty ultra. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, um, and and at that point, that's uh, when I started kind of getting into the longer runs and, and getting, um, um, it, it, it's different, you know, because it's just like, that was the other thing that me and Brittany were talking about. I think the other day was, you know, you're, your snap reflexes or your whatever they call them for that you have for a 5k you know um are mm-hmm. different than when you're doing distances i mean i'm doing distances and i'm starting to see a belly come back and i'm like what is going on here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but it's because you, you, you know it's different altogether. Mm-hmm. um but when you're out there for six or seven hours it feels good mm-hmm. you know and after that's over with and it's a lot of times it's an adventure run or it's a you know, something like that. The ball state was one of them, and that was, you know, when you get to the end, you just, I mean, I don't know what goes on inside your head, but you're just a different person. Mm-hmm. So ball state really, really did that. Yeah, tell us about that. Um, so uh, let me first of all say that Lord Jesus Christ got me through that for <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. and I needed that. I needed to go on that adventure for that reason for you know, that was the biggest reason, really. Mm-hmm. Not just that, but um, so I'll, I'll rewind just a little bit. I, back at January of last year, mm-hmm. I was actually attacked by a Rottweiler wow. while I was out delivering. Um, and, and we went round and round for like five or ten minutes and spent like four and a half hours in the emergency room getting arm bandaged and, you know, all this kind of stuff going on. So I kind of had a fear for dogs there for a little bit. When, even when I'd be out running, I'd have dogs come in. So that was another reason to go to Ball State because I'm like I'm, I'm not going to get out here and not feel the freedom it's like it's 
you know, kind of like the, the young lady from Memphis. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to be afraid to get out. And that was my thing. I was like, I've got to get out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I did. And, and you do get attacked by dogs out there a lot. But uh, <laughs> um, the one thing that I got to mile 307, so I went through all of this. You climb, uh, you know, you Mont Eagle and you climb Sand Mountain mm-hmm. and you do this 300 miles and you're at 307. And I look out and... I'm going down the hill, and I see there's a Dollar General. Well, Dollar General is like your friend when you're out there mm-hmm. on this thing. And I, I could feel like I was going to pass out. I was going to go down. I knew it. I knew I was getting ready. I was starting to see things. Mm-hmm. It was just getting bad, so I went in there and couldn't even speak. I was, like, talking to the lady behind the counter, and she was, like, looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? Mm-hmm. And so I grab a candy bar, and I grab a Gatorade, and I put money on the counter, and I'm just drinking and eating as fast as I can and kind of start to come back around. Well, then I leave that area, and about an hour later, I'm on up the road a little ways farther, and I know I'm getting ready to go down again, but there's nothing there to stop me at this point. Mm-hmm. So I see, like, a patch of grass that's been mowed. I don't know where it even came from, other than God had to just put that patch of grass mm-hmm. there. And I woke up, like, an hour later in that spot. had no idea how I'd gotten there, and I was angry. I started crying, and I was screaming at God at this point, and I'm like, you know... I went 307 miles, and you're going to leave me here? Mm -hmm. This is how this ends? And the hair on the back of my neck stood up, Mm -hmm. but I hear out of nowhere, I'm at the top of the hill waiting on you. Mm -hmm. Come on. And the heat, it was 119 degrees that day. Wow. On uh, heat index. So I had given everything I had. I didn't have anything else left. And all of a sudden, I felt like something just lifted me up off the ground, and I go up this Sand Mountain for like, you know, five miles or whatever it is. And, you know, made it to the end. I was, I mean, I, I had edema so bad that my ankles were probably three times their size. Oh I mean, it, I was dragging feet at the end, but I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, God said you made it here, you'll make it. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway. That's amazing. And I do want to thank Jeff Saylor mm-hmm. and Cindy Akins mm-hmm. and Dwayne Goff and all those guys because they really helped me with, you know, they. Yeah. So we have some Cleveland locals that have gone before. This Mm -hmm. is a really unique and interesting race that goes all the way across the long way of Tennessee, Mm -hmm. right, from the northwest to about the southeast um, of Tennessee. And there's a couple Cleveland people who have attempted or finished it before that really kind of took Dusty under their wing and Mm -hmm. gave him lots of advice. For sure. Yeah. That's amazing. What a great story. What made you want to do Vol State? That's different than... Yeah, what made you want to do that? Well, again, back, I think the dog thing was one of them. Mm-hmm. Sounds as crazy as it does. But I'm kind of one of those adventure seeker type mm-hmm. guys, and my wife hates that. You know? <laughs> but she's like, no. You yeah. know? And, of course, when I got done and she saw how tore up I was, she uh-huh. was like, you're not doing it again. Don't even ask. Yep. And then about four or five weeks after me not stopping talking about right, it, right. she's like, if you want to do it again, you can do it. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Can you tell the listeners about next year? Did you <laughs> have you signed up? Yeah, again? I'm signed up for next oh, year. Oh my gosh! And you got um, some people to do it with you, I right? Do. Right? Yeah, There's yeah, some yeah. some other local people that are doing it with you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, so, do you camp? Tell us. Yeah. Do you start. To, to tell us about like what it even looks like. You okay. run it on the roads. Like, how does that work? Yeah, and that's I guess that's the that's the crazy part is they actually um, so you go up to. Um, Castle Rock, Georgia. Um, you, you spend the night, first of all, um, there in Jasper, 
and then they take you, you drive up to Castle Rock, Georgia, and you leave your vehicle there. Mm-hmm. So you, literally, what you're doing is you're paying somebody to take you across the state of Tennessee so that you can walk back to find your vehicle. You know, oh <laughs> I mean, kind of sounds crazy, <laughs> but it, that's what it is. Um, but then they they take you on a bus and they they drive you the course backwards, and so you kind of get an idea of what the course is. Um, you get over to um, Hickman, Kentucky. They put you on a ferry, and you go about, I guess it's two miles maybe on the ferry, and then you get off in Dorena Falls, or I'm sorry, Dorena Landing, Missouri. And then you wait on Laz, of course, to light his famous cigarette. Mm-hmm. That's the race director. Yeah. <laughs> Super quirky. Yeah. Definitely and, worth a Google, and, and, yeah. And very much a sadist, you know. <laughs> uh, so he lights his cigarette, and you get back on the ferry, and they can't take you back to Hickman. The only reason they do that, I, I'm so that you can say you hit five states, you know. Mm-hmm. And so once they dump you off in Hickman, you take off, and you run what's called the fastest mile. Because that's the only time you're really going to be running fast, is when <laughs> yeah. you get off that boat, you think, hey, I'm invincible, I'm going to yeah. do this, you know, and that changes really quick. Uh-huh. Um, but the whole time I ran, I ran with a um, 69-year-old um, neurologist mm-hmm. from Michigan, sweetheart of a lady, mm-hmm. um, she, and I don't know, this might sound bad, she almost became my mother out there. I mean, she was so sweet, and she took care of me, and she pushed me so hard that I was just like, what is going on, you know? I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm almost 20 years younger than her, and she is so strong that she's just pushing me the whole time. And so we worked together really well. And the one thing that I love about running more than anything, I don't know if this question is going to come up later, but I'm going to go ahead and answer it now. Tell us. (laughs) Is you you get out there, especially with Ball State, it doesn't matter what your politics are. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter what your religion is. It doesn't matter, you know, what background you come from. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters, but you're you're a runner. And you get out there and you, you have that camaraderie with these people and you have one thing in common and if the world was like that, I think it would be so much of a better place to live. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, Amen. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so do you camp at night? Do you, yeah, where'd you, you stay sleep? in hotels? So out of the seven days, we stayed in three hotels. Okay. Um, the rest of the time, let's see, one night I slept with my head on a rural tie in a church parking lot with it pouring down rain. That was crazy <laughs> night. One night we slept in the woods. Um, oh you have these God. things called road angels, and these road angels are the sweetest people. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm probably not talking loud enough, but they are the okay. sweetest people uh-huh. ever. And they, um, it, it's weird because I almost think that Laz gets with these people and says, I don't want you to show up until they almost get to where they die. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want you to be like the miracle, you uh-huh. know, the mirage that they see, you know. And so that's kind of what happens is you... Um, so, so you go this 26 miles and you, you're about to die because it's 120 degrees outside or whatever. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this is person on the side of the road with this tent, you know, in a cooler full of water and snacks. And, you know, some of them even made pasta salad, you know. And, wow. Um, so it was just, it, there were people that pulled over. I'll give you, a, there was one lady that actually came by us and she was, are y'all okay? And she could tell we weren't okay, right. you know. So she leaves, and about an hour later, she comes back and hands us a water. Well, there was no stores anywhere close, so she had to drive maybe an hour to the CBS or whatever and pick up water and bring it back to us. And the state of Tennessee, and I don't know that any other state could be so giving, and you don't see that until you do something like this. 
Um, so yeah, that was awesome. That it sounds made, great. It made me proud of my state. It yeah, really, really, really did. Absolutely, yeah. that's awesome. What a cool way to experience it. Mm-hmm. You know, on foot, sleeping in mm-hmm. crazy places. Yeah, we How- slept in a gazebo one night, and uh, I, <laughs> this is a crazy story. But I had a guy walk up to me, um, and 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 say, "Are, are you guys full in there?" <laughs> Um, yeah, he was a homeless guy. <laughs> and, oh my God. And, and I was like, well, not tonight. We, we're kind of full right now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we'll be uh, out in the morning. Yeah. How uh, long did it take you to get from one end to the um, other? It took me seven days and nine hours. Um, and so... Wow. My next trip... I'm, so I thought I could do it in five. Um, little did I know it was going to be much harder than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if it wouldn't have been for Anna, probably, it probably would have taken me ten Mm-hmm. Um, but she really did, you know, and and you don't run the whole time. I think, you know, there is a, there's probably about ten people in the whole race that run the whole time, um, and so. But the rest of us, you, it's maybe thirty to forty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did run like the last marathon because most of it was downhill, mm-hmm. um, and that's also what caused the edema and mm-hmm. all those kind of things too. Yeah. Dusty yeah. keeps trying to tell me and Brittany that we need to do this. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. I'm like, we're getting hotels. If we're Listen, doing I don't stay up late. I don't wake up early. I need at least eight and a half hours of sleep at night. That's the hard part. That really yeah. is. Honestly, yeah. and truly, I think we had like, I think I figured it up. We had somewhere around 14, 15 hours of sleep in seven days. So Ooh, wow, I'd be so upset. I'd be crying the whole last couple of days. <laughs> Timothy would be carrying me. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Brittany. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of that going on. Yeah. I oh. promise you, I cried a oh lot. You know, yes. And, yep. and not without getting into detail. You, 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 you tell this absolute stranger everything about your life, and mm-hmm. they tell you everything about yours or theirs, and you, you just, you know, that's as mm-hmm. far as it goes, and it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It really is amazing. It, it, it's the best psychology I guess or whatever mm-hmm. you could possibly imagine or the best psychiatrist yeah uh, amazing well we're proud to know you what a cool <laughs> cool race experience and yeah that's amazing what an amazing accomplishment and you're going you. back it's yes. not like a one and done man this is this is dusty I'm dumb but anyway <laughs> um well we skipped the warm up <laughs> yeah, oh okay. wow we dove we just right went in. for it yep yeah. So can we, uh, can I have your permission to go back to the warm-up? Sure. And it's going to be a cool-down. Yeah, maybe this it's like a cool-down this time. Um, we're going to ask you some quick questions to okay. get to know you better, even though now we know everything there is. Um, we just want to know some, some facts about you. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll ask you, first thing that pops in your mind. Okay. Oh, oh you're, you're pointing to me. Go. Okay. <laughs> Dusty, what's your favorite food? Okay, this is going to sound crazy, but peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm, I mean, White bread or wheat? No, I'm all wheat. All whole grain, yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right, book, movie, or nap? Uh, movie, for sure. Yeah? For sure. What's your favorite movie? Um, well, it goes back a long way. Officer uh-huh. and Gentleman is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up, yeah. a lot of people said I looked like the uh, the Keith guy that was in it. You oh, know? cool! So, and yeah. he was from Tennessee, so I'm like mom. But anyway, uh, <laughs> maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mountains or beach? Mountains, and that's just from 
living in them. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I literally, when I was 16 years old, I used to drive my truck up into the mountains and would just spend the night up there by myself. How cool. You were just training for Vol State. Yeah, I was. You yeah. didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? I think to know what people are thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds bad, but my thing is I have never I'm, – I'm the kind of person that I don't want anybody to hurt anybody's feelings for any reason. So it really bothers me if I've made somebody mad. And sometimes I do and don't even realize it. It's just me, you know, mm-hmm. but – I think if I knew what people thought, mm-hmm. you know. It was written on their foreheads. You yeah. wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. All right. And are you currently reading a book? And if so, what are you reading? Hmm. I have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here at the library. We won't let him leave without one. <laughs> That's terrible. That's okay. Um, all right. So thanks for the warm-up. Uh <laughs> the cool down. The cool down. The cool down yeah. All right. So we always ask our guests, what advice do you have for a non-runner, a new runner, and a seasoned runner? Okay. Um, I would say non-runner, just get out there and do it. I mean, it, 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 right now I'm running with a friend of mine that I met up here at the chair run. And, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, if, for non-runners, come see us. Come up there while we're running on a Monday, um, 5.30, 6 o'clock. And that time may be shifting backwards because it's yeah, when the time later changes, now. Yeah, um, But, um, you know, it's, it's it's really good. And it's something we started. Um, and actually, David and and uh, uh, Jonathan kind of came up with this when, one day when Clark was gone. So Clark's going to kill us. But um, So all we started doing was because it's called a group run. And it can't be a group run if you're taking off and leaving everybody. And we we were getting bad about that. And it was just all of us. We were Mm -hmm. all doing it. And so what happens is the first man in has to go back and get the last man. And then the next to that last needs to, or the next to the, or the second place guy Mm -hmm. needs to go get the next to last. Mm -hmm. So it kind of keeps that group run thing going. And it it really does help, I think, because everybody talked about how great that was. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so I I met Paul there. And me and Paul um, have gotten where we run together during the day. And he started in. June, June, and he's what three months into it basically, and he sends me a message the other day. He's like, "Man, I went six and a half miles." Wow! And I'm like, yeah, you that's know? awesome. Yeah. very cool. What about a new runner, someone who has just begun? Um, hmm, I would say the same thing on the new runners. Well, and I'm going to give some bad advice, and people are going to, you know, <laughs> here goes the terrible advice: you're going to hurt. Um, you're gonna have pain. It, it, it's it's not easy. Um, and again, you know, you, you, you consult a physician if it gets that bad. <laughs> don't listen to us. Don't listen to me. <laughs> but you're gonna have you're gonna have pains. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to go through those. Mm-hmm. And what about a seasoned runner? What advice would you have for someone who's? Oh my gosh. I'm not seasoned enough to even be talking to these people. <laughs> um, Most would, people have not run across the entire state of Tennessee. <laughs> right, yeah. Or even done an ultra. Right. I, I'm going to say, go, you know, shoot for the moon. It's, you know, I, I, I think a lot of times people, you know, I've had, I, I, my two brothers ran back years ago when they were in their 30s and late 40s, and they were inspiring me, you know, um, just because I was, I was, I was pretty jealous of that, you know. I was like, man, these guys are out doing this, and here I'm sitting on my butt, you know. Um, so I guess as a season runner, because that's what, you know, 
yes, you, you, you go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and set more goals and just keep setting higher and higher goals. And I mean, somebody asked me, said, what do you do after Ball State? And I'm like, I'd love to do a transcon if my wife wouldn't divorce me. <laughs> you know, but, but a year later Less she might. Yeah. Know, <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah. Wow. Come far that's, from four and a half years ago. That's pretty great. That's amazing. All right. So technically the final lap, since we've done our cool down now, um, what advice would you give to yourself from 10 years ago? Hmm. 10 years ago. I guess I would have to say run, you know, because I did then. And um, I think, you know, we all kind of get in this, um, in your life you get comfortable. And, you know, you have kids. You, you know, you get married, you have kids, um, life starts getting hectic, and, but then you go from your 20s where you feel like you're in great shape and you're doing all these great, and then you get into your 30s, and you may still be kind of holding on to it a little bit, and then the closer you get to that 40 mark, and then you're kind of starting to fall apart, and so I'm going to say, yeah, definitely, I should have started earlier, Mm -hmm. definitely, and that's, you know. Yeah. You're making up for it now. Yeah. Yes, you really are. Yeah. Better late than never, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And maybe when you're 69, you can be running alongside someone in Vol State, pushing them along, and they will uh, be saying that about you and when they get interviewed for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was some of it, too, because I thought that was cool because yeah. the veterans were so cool, even though mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm the cool guy, but I'm saying it'd be kind of cool to be that guy, you know? Definitely. Just to say yep. you were there. Yeah. Know? Awesome. Well, in your own way, I feel like you're doing that for our listeners. If you're tuning in, I feel inspired. I don't know if you feel inspired. Definitely. Um, I may not go sign up for Vol State right now, but I definitely, um, yeah, just a good reminder about just the joy of running um, and just how it's it's a human connection thing as well as a connection to yourself. Um, so thanks for sharing that, Dusty. I'm still amazed that you've only started running four and a half years ago. Yeah, that's awesome. I just, that's just incredible. Um, and I know we talked to him about Vol State, but, I mean, you've done a bunch of other ultras. He's wearing a Big Frog 50K shirt right now. It was um, probably the hardest one ever. But, anyway, maybe even harder than Vol State, if that's not crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. I, want, I want to ask you why, but yeah. we're going <laughs> to we're gonna have to have Dusty back. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Dusty back, yeah. Yeah. All the all the adventures, uh, all the running adventures packed into four and a half years. Yeah. So. Say, I'm so honored to be here, though. I appreciate y'all. Y'all are, seriously, I mean, I, I really do look up to Brittany and, and all the things she's done over the past few years. And So anyway. Thank you. Good stuff. Thank you. Stuff. I really, really appreciate that. If you well, want to meet Dusty, sorry. Now I'm talking over Brittany. <laughs> That's okay. Honored. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. If you want to meet Dusty or if you want to meet Brittany in person, <laughs> the, the one and only, uh, yeah, come to um, our group run. Dusty mentioned it. It's Mondays. Um, just check out our website or social media um, if the time changes. But it, normally it's 530 and 6, and we run two miles each time so you can get four miles in and then if you want to go farther you can continue to go farther or run run to us Mm -hmm. um but it's a good time it's a great group um just a really approachable group of people that have just started people that have been running forever so definitely um don't be intimidated come join um come join and it's cooler weather yes yeah absolutely yeah it's been it's been beautiful lately So again, thank you, Dusty, for being our guest on episode four of the Terror Girls podcast. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in uh, for episode five to be determined. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brittany. Oh, okay, wait. See, you're doing the thing. (laughs) 
Cut that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought it was funny. We're really going to cut it. You're just going to keep it. You're right. I will. That's what I always do. If you ever tune into our uh, video <laughs> When I tell show. her to cut stuff, she doesn't. Because it's way funnier to hear Actually, Brittany say. Actually, believe it or not, the, funnier, <laughs> the funniest part of y'all's thing is we'll listen to y'all laugh. So, <laughs> it's I, true. I promise. It's true. Yeah. She always says cut that and I leave it because it's funny to hear her say <laughs> cut that. I'm like, you can cut that, right? <laughs> I don't know how editing works. <laughs> I mean, I can, but will I? No. To be determined. To be determined. All right. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. We will talk to you next (laughs) time. Catch you later. (laughs) We won't see ya. Hear you later. Girls Podcast is brought to you by Terra Running Company in beautiful Cleveland, Tennessee. If you're ever in town, come by to say hi or let us fit you up for a pair of shoes. Thank you again to our friend Dusty for sharing a bit of his story and for inspiring us all to do hard things. And thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Until next time.